0: You're listening to The People's
1: Wrestling Podcast
0: with your host, Ali Bunker.
1: Yes, hello and welcome to the PWP. Lads, I'm joined by Aiden and Matt this week. Lads, a little bit of a different start this week because, well, there is some sad news and I'm pretty sure all of our listeners are aware of it by now. Um... But we can't really kick off the podcast without talking about the biggest news in, in wrestling at the minute. And unfortunately, it's, well, I guess it's really not wrestling related. It's more real world. And that news, unfortunately, is the unfortunate diagnosis of Roman Reigns or Joe Anuwayi, as to give him his real name, uh, with leukemia, which apparently he's been battling or has battled before since what 11 years ago. Uh the leukemia has has returned and and that has scuppered all of his well, career plans and WWE's plans going forward. Massive, massive shocks. Aiden, welcome to the show, first and foremost. How are you feeling?
2: Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um at In my house. house. <laughs> um Yeah, I'm feeling pretty sad about the whole thing. I mean as as wrestling fans you get used to people being injured you kind of become desensitized to it and you just kind of think of it as in oh there's four months till they will return there's however long can't wait for this person to be back but you never really hear of anyone with actual physical illnesses Mm. physical or mental Mm. they never come out and and tell you Mm. in like person to person as opposed to like in character so for for this to happen And not only just to happen to anyone but to happen to their champion and the top star in the business really it's it's insane to think about and it's yeah it's just horribly sad because it's not this isn't just any illness as well this is like a potential matter of like life and death kind of illness like people have died from these illnesses Mm. so um i'm sure i know nothing about the illness or the type that Roman has, but I'm I'm sure he will be able to fight it off and come back. But that's kind of least of the concerns at the moment. It's just fighting it off and making sure that it stays off.
1: Yeah. Uh and Matt, welcome to the show mate, you're you're with us as well. Um obviously the big news about Roman, um as someone who isn't Roman's biggest fan, um I'm sure that you're one of the sensible people who can distinguish between the character and the person. How are you feeling about this?
0: Do you know what? I'm genuinely gutted. Um, I think he's going to leave a massive hole in WWE. and um, Obviously, I've been one of his biggest critics. And I'm not saying this all just because he's got this illness. But generally, he's been doing some of the best work of his career in the last, what, six months. He's been looking better. He's been moving better. He's been performing better. And then just to have this, he's generally getting. And Mm -hmm. proper prayers go out to his family. It's It's a horrible illness. Yeah, and I, I just, I just, I just I, we just hope that he can fight it, and that he can one day come back.
2: Yeah, I, I saw a tweet earlier with with something that I hadn't really thought about so far, and it was just saying how how much that family has gone through already, and who they've already lost at such young ages. Mm. And you think shit, <laughs> and mm. I, um, I I haven't read into the story, but I read another tweet earlier saying that one of Roman Reigns' cousins has also come out talking about his own current cancer battle. Mm. Um, another wrestler, I can't remember who it was, but um yeah, it's just like it's just horrible news all around, really,
1: yeah, so i mean the,
2: the one positive that you can take from it is just how um regardless of how people have felt about the character, it seems to have united ninety nine point nine percent of the wrestling population, yeah, and people are even it's it's transcended wrestling it's been huge like global news yeah um with a star this, of his stature going so public with it um so that's a positive to take
1: yeah and i mean in a situation like this you are uh searching for positive soz- uh, positives to to be able to take from a situation um from a, yeah personally from a from a personal standpoint the announcement was an absolute shock like that's the, the overriding emotion when i when i saw it i mean yeah. i woke up at six fifty in the morning maybe seven o'clock to messages from you guys one from matt saying like what the fuck and then one from you like yeah i've just seen it it's insane yeah and i thought well usually i would go back to sleep <laughs> usually i'd go back to sleep i'd get up about 25 past change. 25 past seven but i, I thought Hang on, like this is big news, like something's because it's so early that Matt, you would have only you would have watched it from about six, right?
0: Yeah, I literally turned it on about six o'clock and was just absolutely just gutted. I was like, "Whoa, this is just."
1: And I knew you'd be up early, like at the gym or whatever. Yeah. um And I thought, "This now on something. This is different. This is not like this isn't just a normal. Oh, they've." You know, if something like someone pulled off a great move, or someone got injured, or whatever, uh, or that Well, retired. all i heard was, was that he
0: hadn't worked the house shows at the weekend. Yeah, because
2: yeah. that's I'd sent that the night before. Yeah, because I'd, I'd read an article saying that the suspected injury he could potentially miss Crown Jewel because um, he hadn't worked over the weekend with his injuries. There was no no mention of any kind of health related issue. Yeah, it was all just suspected injury.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of what I had seen had just said, oh, he no showed. Like, he just didn't turn up, which is not, from what I've heard or seen anyway, is not in Roman's character to just no show. And everyone was saying that, you know, oh, showing a level of disrespect for the business, just not showing up. And, every, oh, and then his biggest fans were saying, like, this is Roman. Like, he would show up if he could. Like, yeah. It's obviously something serious. Um,
0: I just hope some of the people that have put that shit out there. Like, I've gone back to it and been like, oh, actually, I'm really sorry because actually he was going through a really shitty, horrible experience. Yeah. But I bet you 99.9% of them haven't.
1: Yeah, I'd assume so. And i and think in this is, and I was, well, my point I was going to make was that that's kind of indicative of what happens with Roman. Something happens, 85, 90% of what you hear about it is negative, whether it's wrestling related or not um and the difference with this is that people have finally been able to get over their hatred towards his character which in and let's be honest in certain times has transcended characters and become personal yeah um like I've right. seen people like in the past just, like, wishing for him to die.
2: Yeah, and I've seen things like wish his daughter would get yeah, run over, all that kind of bollocks. Over, right? I mean, that, there's one particular
1: tweet about that sort of thing which sticks in my mind. I just think, how sick can you be to to make those comments about someone because they're a wrestling character that you don't particularly enjoy watching? Yeah, I mean, like, back no, in the day,
2: would, you had people saying... Say I'm,
0: I'm quite vocal in what I like and what I don't like, but I would never, ever... Probably just because I'm not a cunt. Mm. Sorry to use that word. But I would never ever wish someone, like, an illness or their family to... Like, I'm, I'm not Roman's biggest fan, but it's not his fault the way he's been booked.
2: No. Yeah, I mean, you go back 20 years and even even though you had people singing Die, Rocky, Die... Yeah it wasn't Die Dwayne Johnson, I want you to die. Yeah. It was a character, weren't
1: it? Yeah, and I mean, and, and it to a certain extent, like, to be fair to people, no one's saying Die Joe Die, for instance. No. Like, but, it's, it's, they're still crossing a line. And what I wanted to point out was, um, and what really struck me from the, from the promo, was that the very first thing, and you can debate all day about how, how scripted this promo was, or whatever, but, from what I, I've seen and heard he didn't have a lot of time to to make this announcement. Yeah, and it was very spur of the moment, so I doubt there was much scripting going on. It didn't seem scripted in any way. I wouldn't say it was at um, all. Well, if you have you
0: seen the footage? They did yeah, I have.
1: I've seen it, but I haven't seen it with sound.
0: So right at the end, he's like, "Don't show my car." Um, I've got an SUV, but it's not really an SUV. I didn't really have much time. All right, yeah. So he's been rushed in to do this
2: one promo. Yeah, he literally left immediately after. Yeah, I
1: saw that. But what I wanted to point out was the, you know, the very first thing he said, and this is to the fans, is that he apologised an apology, and that's it's like the guy, literally apologising to the fans, ninety five percent of whom have booed the shit out of him for the last what five six years and yeah. um, who've given him hell and have refused to get behind him and he's apologizing for having cancer because he can't entertain us and he can't perform us in the way that he, performed he for us the way that he wants to and he can't defend the championship which he's worked hard to gain and it's it's like i mean that that right there deserves your respect more than anything else and regardless of what comes after and so to you know, for for someone to feel as though they owe that much to a fan base who, let's face it, haven't particularly been particularly gracious towards him uh, or generous in any way, that really stuck in my mind. The announcement he loves the say, business. you what? Sorry, he loves the business. Well, it's in his
2: it's it's in his bloodline, isn't it? The business. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's like, grown
1: up in it, he he will always be in it. He his talks, family will always be in it. He
2: talks about how when football had given up on him, yeah. It was it was WWE and wrestling that gave him a chance. Yeah. So I mean it's been it's been really cool to see some of the stories and things that people and wrestlers have shared. Yeah, um, I mean a
1: particular favourite of mine was an Alistair Black one. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah, I've seen
2: Alistair Black's story. What my particular favourite tweet that I've read was from Johnny Gargano, I don't know if you've read it. I haven't. But it says and it's got like thirty thousand likes, insane. It goes our job gives us the ability to portray larger-than-life characters who possess superhuman qualities and characteristics. After hearing this story, it's very apparent that Joe Anawai is just as much of a superhero as Roman Reigns is. hashtag Thank you, Roman. Mm. I think like you, you couldn't really word it any better than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, and yeah, just the, and you're right. So we shouldn't. We probably shouldn't try and tar people with the same brush let's face it 99% of what we've probably seen online about this has been supportive and emotional and just genuinely like sad and showing genuinely care for Roman or Joe as a person. Um, so we should probably focus on the positives and you're right. There's been such an outpouring from around the world of wrestling as well. So not just the fans, but from uh, people like Tamatonga in New Japan
2: and New Japan themselves. Yeah, like, it's been today, good to see other tweet. wrestling companies. Yeah, like I've seen Ring of Honor do a tweet. New Japan did a tweet. Yeah, um, like actual companies themselves saying, like, obviously, we may we may bat for different teams, but yeah, we've got the same goal. Exactly. So we're all just normal. All in we're the just same people. Business. We're not. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's been good. <laughs> there's there's been a couple of funny things I've seen of. A couple, like one or two people, messaging Dave Meltzer and being like, "Is this legit?" Like I haven't been able to, I haven't seen anything of it online. (laughs) Like, really, you really think they'd be that distasteful?
1: I know, and I mean, I mean, it's it's saying something about WWE that people are, you know, questioning questioning whether it's real or not. I mean, that kind of tells you all you need to know about WWE. I think. But but.
0: don't you remember there was a massive thing about um, when Vince McMahon was. doing the ministry, there was a massive thing about it being Owen Hart. About what? You know when they were going to reveal who the...
1: The higher power was?
0: Yeah. And there was a massive thing about it being Owen Hart. I don't remember that. Yeah, there was a massive thing at the time saying it was Owen Hart and that the whole thing had been a like, what, after massive work. Well, he died? But, yeah, he didn't die.
1: Jesus Christ. Oh, really? That's
0: so a... no, no, nothing surprises me anymore when they come out and say, <laughs> "Oh, this is fake."
1: Yeah. Well, well, I mean, um, I mean, I wish it was. If I'm honest, um, as yeah, much I wish as, it was. as distasteful it would be, I mean, that would be a much better scenario for everyone involved. Um, it is just—it's it's a massive shocker. And let, let's take the emotion out of it right now and think from a business point of view. Potentially, the worst thing that could have happened to WWE has just happened.
2: Yeah, we yep. were, we were talking about last last week about this whole Saudi Arabia thing, which could potentially have been the worst thing yeah. that WWE could be dealing with at this time. They've literally just lost their top star mm. and one of their champions for an indefinite amount of time. I'd imagine potentially, potentially forever, potentially years, if ever. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, he may never come back from this.
2: No, I mean, like even
0: if he fights it. He may
2: never get back in the ring. No. Yeah. So it's like in in one way, and and we saw I think with this with with ugh, with this raw in general, um, WWE when when with their backs against the wall generally do put it out of the bag. I think, um, and I thought it was a good raw considering, and now yeah, they've got
0: flat for a little bit after. But yeah. then it
2: did. It did like... uh, understandably. But, but and I they've... think
0: the one person that actually brought it back was Paul Heyman.
2: Yeah, well, I I didn't spot it at the time, but I saw a slow motion gif on Twitter of Finn Balor because he he was the one tasked with the responsibility immediately after of coming out and yeah. I would imagine it was a conscious decision to have someone who gets the crowd go in and stuff, obviously. Yeah. But there's a slow motion gif of him. He's walking down the ring. He's already done his pose, and he's like pointing out at the fans, and he points to one fan or or two two female fans who are crying, and he he immediately like looks away and starts like like tearing up himself and has to kind of compose himself, and you just think like how much it affects how much it affects the wrestlers
0: just as you were saying it went to with uh, two female fans
2: He sees two female fans in the crowd who uh, are still crying uh, and he kind of looks over at them and then immediately has to kind of look away and you can see that he starts getting a bit like shaken up by it so he has to kind of compose himself and you just think not only the impact it has like, on us as fans but the people in the locker room and the people who know him best and the ones who then had to immediately go out and work. I mean, like, seeing Seth Rollins when him and Dean came out to the top of the ramp...
1: Seth oh, was inconsolable.
2: It, yeah. And that, like, that's what made it, in a way, that was the reality check mm. for me. Because although Joe, Roman, whatever, did his promo, um, he kept himself composed. You can see it was kind of fighting Yeah, Yeah, I mean,
1: there was, at the end, you could tell he was getting emotional. Yeah. It he, felt like the love from the crowd genuinely moved him. It touched him. him, yeah. Yeah.
2: I think it, it maybe it was more than what he expected just because yeah. of the reactions yeah. he's had for years. Um, so... I
0: just want to say this, that fucking one fan that said, you still suck, Yeah. is an absolute fucking prick.
2: Agreed. Agreed. And even...
1: And hopefully he feels absolutely fucking terrible about <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> I hope so as well. Um but yeah just seeing like he, he keep, he's managed to keep his cool which fair play to him mm. like a lot of people in those scenarios wouldn't yeah and then you just see like two of his closest friends i assume and one of them is just a complete he's, yeah a complete wreck yeah. <laughs> you just think like shit this is like this is really bad
1: yeah and um, then there's the the cut to the commentators afterwards um, well, yeah. Clearly, Corey Graves is struggling. Yeah, Renee yeah, right Renee's Rene voice extend. cracks as she talks about the no time he spent with uh, he spent with Dean for the last six years. Uh, Michael Cole even doing a great job. I know we don't like particularly Michael Cole, but this version of Michael Cole, I'd like the to serious know... Michael Cole is is the best version, and it generally shows to me that Michael Cole isn't the prick that he sounds yeah. like on TV. When he's being genuine, he's absolutely fine.
2: When um. I, I would like to know how many people knew before he he went out there. Because Corey said that he'd been caught off guard. Yeah, Corey. I, I don't know whether he just meant in general yeah. or whether he meant by that yeah. and like announcement right there and then. Because that would fucking suck. It's yeah. <laughs> like just not knowing him being well, one I of your closest after
0: friends. Did Paul Amos do his it
2: was probably about was, top of the hour. Yeah, though. it was
1: a bit because after.
0: He was generally shook
2: up.
1: Yeah.
0: And after like someone like him.
2: Well, I don't. I don't blame. Him. I mean, he he's grew up in the business with his family. Yeah. So, if any like, yeah, like if anyone knows him, it's Paul. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm not surprised really, although and, say, like, just just little touches throughout the night that I thought were good, like Braun Strowman saying as soon as he kicks his kicks, leukemia's ass and comes yeah. back, and then Roman gets the first shot. Um. You just see, like, yeah, that 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 video clip of him going back through Gorilla mm. and seeing like who's there to greet him first. So it was Triple H, wasn't Triple it? H Sean Michaels. Michaels. I didn't see Vince in that video. I didn't see Vince at all. No, um, there was. Yeah, so it was Triple H. I won Sean... because
0: Vince doesn't like showing emotion on camera, does he?
1: Only with the Undertaker. <laughs> but um, so maybe. Yeah.
0: He just didn't want to be in that situation at that point.
1: Maybe, but uh, yeah, there's Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and there, and there then it was Braun, Paul, and then Braun, Braun, and then Paul Heyman, yeah, and then Finn, uh, and then like the, just the a, girls, a whole bunch of girls, yeah. yeah um, and then I think they showed him backstage with with Titus O'Neil.
2: Yeah, he's I think yeah people like Titus, and and then just being walked out by Mark yeah. Carano, which
1: seems a bit odd. Like you think unless obviously he's got he needs to get back straight away
2: yeah, it's like it seemed like he had to leave immediately, and obviously the show was going on yeah live, so well, I wonder if he's having to go back for treatment
1: yeah I mean we don't we don't know um the details of you know how far along the condition is, how soon he spotted it. One would hope you know, having gone through the disease once before that he would know what to look for symptoms wise
2: yeah i mean i've, I've...
1: helped him spot it earlier.
2: I've heard that um, when it comes back a second time, the survival rates are lower. But then I also heard the complete opposite almost immediately after. Mm, that's the
1: internet for so, you. I,
2: I, I have no idea. I I genuinely don't know.
1: It Just depends.
0: It depends on the person, doesn't it?
2: Mm. Yeah. I mean, I I genuinely know next to nothing about leukemia in general. So
1: what what I know about leukemia here's some some straight hard facts for you
2: stuff to do with your, your, your white blood cells and leukemia
1: it, is a, uh, a a cancer of the blood uh, and or the bone marrow so the you know the squishy bit of the bone where the, the white blood cells are um, it is the third largest killer in the united states of from what well, the first largest form of cancer is a killer in the united states um, most common in people over 60 or under 20 so this is rare i mean well someone, i know that people at my school died from it so Yeah. It's very rare for a 33 year old healthy healthy man to yeah, contract this, this leukemia. Is
2: an an elite level athlete. Mm.
1: But you know it, it just goes to show you, right? Cancer is it doesn't discriminate. No. Uh, it's just it's I think disproportionate um, amount of people especially in wrestling, you know, haven't had cancer if you the current st- stats in the uk for instance so that one in two people will get cancer at some point in their life hmm. and i don't recall hearing about any other wrestlers especially active ones who well, i mean yeah you generally got you, cancer. you
2: generally hear about it after they've retired yeah 10-15 like, like years Jimmy after snooker,
1: for instance i think got bret hart did bret hart had, he had cancer. prostate cancer yeah uh, that was a big one um
2: but yeah you generally don't hear too much no so Yes, for it to happen to someone in their prime at a young age, while they're still working and they're on top, it's it's a huge blow.
1: Yeah. Um so we should probably move on to, to Raw. and what? We should
0: what, probably say get well soon.
1: Yeah, I mean there's not it's much you, really, there's yeah. there's only so much you can say, isn't there? I mean, at the end of the day, it's this is Roman's battle now. Uh, and there's nothing anyone else can do other than doctors who can treat him right uh so all the fans can do is show their support
2: send him, send, their him wishes. send him
1: their thoughts and, and their well wishes all his family can do is stick by him and and help him through it uh, and all, all of his fellow colleagues can do is just make sure that you know he's he feels that love because i i can't imagine doing a job for the not well six years virtually non-stop i know he's had a couple of Injuries and he even had that meningitis illness a couple of years ago or a year or so ago. Um, that you know was a bit scary at the time for him as well. Um, but I can only imagine coming from that to being off the road indefinitely is a big culture shock more than anything else. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I would hope that WWE would, would be looking after him. I mean, it's Roman Reigns at the end of the day, he's, he's their biggest star, and for, for some people, want to say he's their chosen one. They're gonna look after him. I hope. Um, they need to keep him involved, obviously away from the public eye, but just make but, sure but he feels it, that. It depends
2: how, how public is I know that he wants to go public with it in order to raise awareness and all that, which is
1: always stuff. admirable. Um, but at the end of the day, this is a, a private battle for Roman, which only he can fight. At the end of the day, yeah. So
0: um, I'd rather him just fight it, and then he can do all the work to help other people.
2: I just I I can't wait for I don't know Royal Rumble twenty twenty three I don't know like whenever just and then the countdown happens and then all you hear is Derner <laughs> and then people lose their minds in, in, in Glee rather than, you know, uh, than when we saw the twenty seventeen Royal Rumble and he came out last and people went home. See, I mean, obviously
1: that's a that's a you yeah, know great a great target for. Someone like Roman to have in this situation, but in the very first priority for, for everyone is to f- forget about a, any sort of return at the minute, yeah, just hope that he, he fights it off and you know, and can return to any sort I mean, of normality after, even
2: if he does fight it off and he's returns back to normal life, he's, he says that he's got desires and coming back. Even still, there's going to be a long road to go from the po- from that point yeah. to even thinking about coming back. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's all we can do is just support him, and we'll hopefully see him again in the ring one day.
1: And I mean, just a, just a final thought on this on this whole topic, really. If this is the end of Roman Reigns' career, and God forbid, you know that happens.
2: Does he go down as a great? I think when you think of the impacts that he, especially as part of the Shield, but just in general, had in such a short amount of time. Um,
0: Can you name anyone else that's main evented consecutive? Uh,
1: WrestleManias. WrestleManias.
2: The only, I think there's only two people who've main evented four in a row. The Rock and the it was Rock, Rock. H- Hogan. H- Hogan did four, and I and I think it was Hogan again. Did it four? Only another... did
1: on the first four, and then the next, and he wasn't in the. He did like one, yeah, WrestleMania five, I think it was. Then he was six, seven, joint main event for seven, or eight, joint main event for eight. Wasn't supposed to be in main event for nine, but just once. turned up but then wasn't that yeah so I think it's after. I think it's
2: Hogan twice and then Roman so like even The Rock The Rock did three yeah that's true I think Triple H might have done three Cena's done three no one else mm. other than Roman
1: Stone Cold he did yeah he missed 2,000 didn't he so yeah I mean for me he does I mean like at the end of the day he's he's won multiple world championships he's
2: he's a Grand Slam he's champion he's a Grand Slam
1: champion he's they big love. impact with the Shield um and I know it's only been six years legendary
2: but, family obviously plays into it
1: yeah I know it's only been six years but um, I mean Stone Cold only had a six seven year WWE in ring career mm. um, I know he obviously had a much longer career outside of WWE but so you know personally I think he does um, but also personally I hope that this is not the end or the last we've seen of Roman Reigns in a WWE ring um, but if it is um, and even if he does battle cancer fully and he beats it and he doesn't come back then fair play to the guy he's put his heart and soul into the wrestling business and you know for reasons beyond his control that's been taken away so we'll see but uh, yeah, I I think i speak for us all when we say we really hope that him, he can fight it back fight it off and come back and be yeah, definitely the Roman Reigns that we know and occasionally love and you can yeah let's be honest that. I would love for him to come back and
0: then for me to boo him again
1: <laughs> who else are you going to boo that, at right <laughs> I'm sure I, I, I Bella could, will take that spot I, for I him I can
2: picture a, a crowd full of full of adult males booing him with the biggest smiles on their faces
1: <laughs> yeah kind of like what happens to John Cena now yeah uh, and Kurt Angle <laughs> you no know one boos Kurt Angle where they just chant you suck it instead which is probably the weirdest thing that happens in wrestling by the way um, <laughs> A lot of weird things happening in wrestling. <laughs> right, so we'll move on to Monday Night Raw then.
3: We're not nameless. We're not faceless. We were born for greatness. We're not nameless. We're not faceless. We were born for greatness.
1: We're not nameless.
3: We're not faceless. We were born for greatness.
1: So, Raw from. Um, Providence, Rhode Island. No, was, was Is it, it was, wasn't. It was Dunkin' Donuts Arena. A Dunkin' Donuts Arena. So obviously it kicked off with the uh, the Roman, Roman announcement. Following on from that, then, as we mentioned, Finn versus Lashley. Um, and as you say. I'll quickly fucking skip that. Well, I mean, it we were down. Uh, you could tell that Finn coming out was emotional. You could tell the whole thing was an emotional uh, roller coaster for everyone involved. Um I mean, fair play to Leo Rush for <laughs> perfectly maintaining his most annoying character. Um and for Bobby Lashley Great. for for man- maintaining composure. I mean it impassable match, um which Finn <laughs> wins, which is just a rare feat.
2: It was like they they went to Leo, go out there. And just piss these people off, get yeah, them back, yeah. <laughs> and he
1: did it. To be fair, he did do it. Uh, Leah Rush is potentially the most annoying person I've ever seen, heard, or like just ever might have been in the presence of because I haven't, but ever encountered. Like, the guy is his voice annoys me. His his the fact that he doesn't have a t shirt on, or annoys me.
2: That <laughs> annoys uh, Renee as well,
1: apparently. <laughs> he's chanting annoys me. Uh, did you see the fact my... that he's so ridiculously young and athletic? Annoys me. Did you see my tweet about him? about him being the 2018 version of Enzo
2: no about um, <laughs> how we now have um, Finn Balor's non-stop smiling versus Leo Rush's just incessant laughing
1: yeah <laughs> that's crazy but and he does it the same way each time yeah. it's like I? it's a sound <laughs> it's, it's like a clip that it's plays the, it's the
2: laughing equivalent of Michael Cole's The Big Dog in yeah. his boss side yeah um,
1: but what we're thinking like right, take away the the Roman Reigns emotional situation. Roman's out for an indefinite period of time.
0: Braun Strowman, it's got to be. You've got, they've got now push Braun Strowman. Because if they start pushing Bobby Ladsley, I'm fucking not watching it.
1: Well, I was thinking, actually going the other way, you know, what, what about Finn? I mean, at the end of the day, he, he was Universal Champion for a day. Gave it up. Never really had his... Proper title opportunity. I know that Romy gave him a title shot on Raw a few weeks back, But a month or so back. He, WWE clearly, talented. at one time, felt that Finn was worth investing in. And his stock has only fallen since because they haven't invested that time into him. I don't see Finn being any less popular now than he was then. He's just potentially less over, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, he's less... When, when he
1: first... I don't think Vince sees
2: anything in him. When he first arrived on the scene, it was a bit of an unknown, how are they going to book him, and then it was like, holy shit, this person from NXT, they've, they're sending him straight to the moon. Yeah. Um, whereas now, it's... We've seen him in feuds with a lot of people. Win some, he lose some.
1: Yeah. Like, the thing is, though, with him, I don't recall him losing that many feuds.
2: No. To be but I don't really of, him
1: definitively winning many feuds I feel like even. not a lot of his feuds... They don't come to much. Yeah, fully
2: like, come to They don't reach their actual conclusion, do they? They sort and of just fizzle out. Just things like he had, a, he, he had SummerSlam against... Um, well, he had what? He had a pay-per-view match against Baron Corbin. Which he a, Which won. he won. Then and he lost, lost to him raw, raw.
1: Because he cheated.
2: Then, and then he went beat demon him. at SummerSlam. Yeah. And then had another match with him the night after. Yeah. And, but yeah. then what... Did he beat him again? I don't, I can't remember. Can't remember, <laughs> that's, no. That's the problem. I
1: think Baron Corbin might have got himself disqualified or something, I'm not sure. Um... So
0: for me, I would be pushing Seth Rawlins, I'd, lo- I'd get him to lose the IC belt, Dean Ambrose, Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. They'd be the ones that I would go, they're, they're the ones we need to put off.
1: Yeah. I mean, you you, you take into account Kevin Owens is out with double knee surgery. Sammy Zones is out with with double shoulder surgery. Now Roman Reigns is out with this terrible, terrible disease. Um, You know, their their options are limited at the end of the day. Uh, And people have, when we've tweeted things like this out, people have come back and said, well, this is why you build multiple stars. Like for things that shit like this might happen. Well, I'm sorry, but no one's predicting this but yeah. at the same time there is an, an element of truth to that like ha- WWE sold themselves short here by um putting all their eggs in one basket
2: so to speak yeah I mean in an ideal world every year is gonna have a rock stone cold triple h Kurt Angle an Undertaker, Undertaker yeah Kane um and then a midcard. We, we just we, we don't <laughs> we don't have that at the moment no. um
1: I don't think we'll ever will like. We yeah, we never. These thought. guys are better wrestlers than those guys by a mile, but they're they're not able to flourish in the same way because the world is a
2: different place. Um. So yeah. So we don't have that that level of uh, popularity and character. So. Yeah, no, now's the time. I guess they can kind of. Without it sounding disrespectful to Roman, they can kind of use this as a reset. Because um, people have called it the Roman experiment for however many years, yeah. And now it's not as if um, they're moving Roman down the card. Mm. It's Roman's going away. Yeah. They, they. I would assume they would have to. The worst the thing
0: they can do is putting the strap back on fucking Lesnar.
1: And I genuinely believe that they won't do that. However, if it does happen. I will not be shocked. At the end of the day, WWE right now I've got to be pressing the panic button. And if there is a big star for them to put the belt on that can, you know, attract attention, sell tickets and just get eyes on the product, it's Brock Lesnar, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, I think
1: But I don't think Brock is bought into being a full time talent, which he never was anyway, but I don't think he would he's bought into being champion, defending the title at any point, I don't think he would be going past Crown Jewel whenever that might be, or wherever that, wherever that is.
2: And we also can't forget he's got a UFC fight coming up.
1: Exactly, and obviously that's a fair distance away, but he ain't going to be jeopardizing that for anything.
2: No, and I mean, like for me personally, if if um, if you don't put the title on Strowman now, then you never put it on him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have never really been interested in him as the champion no, I, mean, like, I think he's the I'm, kind of character who doesn't need it. And I'm still not, if I'm honest. Um, but in this instance it's the the lesser of two evils.
1: Definitely. And
2: I mean Brawl deserve
1: Braw deserves to be. Yeah, they they, they the shafted the
2: him with his stupid cash in scenario. Yeah. Um so and he's he's been the most popular and over acts organically that they've had in years, yeah. So, I think, yeah, he, he he deserves it. Even if it's just like a short term fix, while they figure actually, out a long term plan. Have Seth
0: Rollins lose the title, I would probably put that on Elias.
1: Yeah, I mean, so there's many interesting developments on Raw this week in terms of feel the uh, face and heel turns. Elias being a very great example of someone who was generating genuine like massive heel heat but is still liked by the by most of the WWE universe um they've turned in face apparent, like seemingly I mean you you don't hit Baron Corbin with a guitar from behind and and not get cheered for it let's face it um I mean I
2: mean they they did the telltale sign of an authority figure talking down to him and him stepping up.
1: Yeah. Which is, and do you know, to be
2: honest, I didn't hate it. I actually quite enjoyed this bit. I
1: thought, this is a a chance to see a different side to Elias. Yeah. You know, because, you know, as great as his stuff is, it can get quite samey. I can't see how WWE could enhance his heel. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what his next expert, heel level but... would be. Exactly. He's already pretty much the nastiest he can be, right? In terms of what he says to the
2: crowd. But I just love I find it so entertaining. <laughs> just as a heel just ragging on the crowd, it makes me laugh every single week. Oh, but,
0: it, uh, it makes me laugh because the American crowds just literally buy into it every week. So,
1: they get so annoyed by it as well. But um as a, you know, as a face, I think um Elias has great potential. I mean, personally, I, I really enjoy it when he plays like nice upbeat guitars, guitar music yeah. as well. Like and his performance clap along. on Raw, I can't, like, I don't think it was, I think it was an original tune, I'm not sure. But it was great. I loved it. I thought you could clap along to that, you know. He didn't sing, I think he just played a tune, didn't
2: he? he I suppose he hasn't really done it in a while, but he, rather than singing like against the town, he's in a feud with someone he'll sing about the person he's feuding with yeah so that's the kind of thing he could do with as a face yeah he could just say funny things about about the, book, yeah. like the same way that the rock does
1: about you know and let's face it there's there's a few things you could mention about baron corbin
2: <laughs> yeah
1: about why they've made him wear a shirt now uh how he now has no hair
2: call him a briefcase wanker <laughs> um so
1: yeah i mean I'm I'm very interested In Elias As a face I mean I, I, At my very first instinct was Oh you can't make him a face like He's a natural bad guy And then I thought The reaction he got Was good
2: The reaction and, He always gets And he doesn't good.
1: have to Change much No To be a face Because ba- he already well, Gets cheered
2: All you have to do Is just stop Stop insulting in people town. Yeah You can still insult people Just different people
1: And let's Picture this Like you know how Upset people get by him Imagine how much they're going to love him if he says good things about the town.
2: Yeah. I think the Steelers are going to win the cup next year. Yeah. I mean,
1: exactly. And well, like, Americans are so like up for that sort of thing that yeah. they'll absolutely eat it up. And he may become oh, the know. most popular guy on the roster very quickly. Which is an insane thought really where you consider what for the last you know year and he, a half. he's only been doing it for like a year, <laughs> year and a half on the main roster which is just crazy. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited about Elias as a face. I think that's works well. My only problem with it is, and as I can't keep going back to, Kevin Owens has just gone out with a with an injury. When he comes back, he is not a heel, <laughs> unless he thing. does something dastardly when he in, returns.
2: In the space of two weeks, due to injury and illness, they've lost one of their biggest heels. And one of their biggest faces. Yeah,
1: their biggest face. Their biggest star.
2: They're two huge roles yeah. to fill. Because Kevin Owens was the kind of guy who, whenever they needed a bad guy for the good guy to go up against, stick Kevin Owens in there. Um, so it's, it's huge, like, a responsibility for someone to fill. And they need to pick the right people. They've, they've seemingly turned... Well, I say seemingly. They've turned Braunface again. So
1: did... That was very instant, wasn't it? I mean I mean I understand that because of the whole Drew thing. But there's a case for Drew being facing this situation rather than Braun.
2: Yeah, there is. My my confirmation for him being in face was well, that's what you said about Rome. Was in the house shows leading up oh, to that's true, that yeah. he was um, beating up Drew uh, Dolphin Drew, so yeah. and helping out the shield. So yeah, it seemingly Braun is now Top face. Yeah. Uh, In terms of the crowd's eyes, I'm sure it's Seth. In my eyes... It's Seth. (laughs) They don't put Seth as just their top baby face. Like, get the icy title off him, to be honest. And then, around Rumble kind of time, stick him in the world title scene. Well, here's the thing. Have him maybe do, like, the marathon in the Rumble. Have him come super close. Have
1: him be chucked out by Dean Ambrose.
2: (laughs) Yeah, maybe, I don't know. But... they they need because he he had his rivalry rivalry with Owens for the Universal title when that first kind of came around but outside of that since losing the title via injury he's not really been in it for a long time no he
1: hasn't has he I mean he had the the elimination chamber time when he was in it but since then he hasn't yeah
2: I mean he technically won the title back straight after his injury yeah for 10 minutes yeah Um, ironically it's Dean Ambrose. yeah
1: (laughs) um but, I'm, I mean, for me, here's what they do. So, Seth goes up to the main event scene, which he is kind of already in, let's face yeah. it. But he goes to the title picture. Yeah. Um, after this rivalry with Dean is is sort of through anyway, unless they both go to the title picture, which I'm all for. Um, use the IC title to create new stars, like they used to. I mean, Seth is an established star. Dolph Ziggler is an established star. Yeah. Well, they don't many, need the IC many, title.
2: They've been
0: doing. How many times have we said this on this podcast that they need to use that, like they used to? Well, yeah, they've,
2: they've been doing the opposite. Like, they've been giving it to established stars already. Est- use established stars to make mm. the belt look legit, rather than using giving the, the belt, the belt to, make to make people.
1: Yeah, and and I get that, like, but I think they're at the stage now where they could flip it again, and you know, give it to someone like an Elias. Yeah. For the last,
2: give it to a Baron. For Corwin. the last two and a half years it's been such a prominent part of their weekly shows via The Miz, via Seth Rollins, via whoever, um, that I think they could yeah, move it on to maybe a, a someone younger and more up-and-coming. Um, I would... I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I would like to see this... I'm sure we'll talk about it later, the Seth and Dean story line, is. They could use that as the main roster's Johnny Gargano and Tamata Champa. Yeah, and
1: I mean... Ugh, I mean... There's so many ways they can go with it, um, but I think for the for the IC title, you know, there are people there who could step up. I mean, even from NXT as well. Don't forget, like they've always got that opportunity as well, that t- pool of talent to call upon. Um,
2: That's been a lot of the rumors this week is um, with these in- injuries and stuff that they've had going on on the main roster. After Survivor Series, will be a what they call it a slew of call ups. Yeah. Um,
0: so. I would love see them call up Undisputed Era.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's most people's first choice for, uh, for uh, people to call up. A lot of
2: people's fear is that they'll, they'll get ruined and stuff, but I think if you're that good, um, it's hard to ruin something that's that good. Yeah. Uh, they're one of, if not the best thing about NXT at the moment, so if they were to get called up, it's surely they a Is succeed. that match
0: not just crying out to be made, though, Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins?
1: I mean, Adam there's Cole many matches with Adam year. Cole that I think people people could argue they'd rather have him on SmackDown um, than on Raw, which I which I would understand when you've got the likes of AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura there. Johnny, Johnny Gargano is another one, name that keeps coming up to to be promoted. Uh, Champer obviously, Alistair Black is another one. Velveteen Dream, imagine Velveteen Dream in the IC title picture. I mean that. Oh. That would make him a start. Team
2: dreams the kind of person where they, they could put that on him on his first night. Exactly, like they did Kevin Owens, basically. Yeah, like they did Carlito. Remember that? <laughs>
1: yeah, I do remember that. Um, but yeah, there's just so there's there's a lot of options. I mean, they are if you if you look at that level below, um, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, et cetera, et cetera I mean, you are. Kind of scraping the barrel a little bit, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, that's where you reach your Drews, your Dolphs.
1: Well, I mean, I don't want Dolph in the IC title picture. At the end of the day, the guy is one of the best talents on the roster. And he's in an unfortunate position where he's probably never going to be main event worthy again. But he's too good to waste. And I think, you know, what do you do with someone like that? Like he's a veteran, but he can still go. Yeah, like they
2: kind of. I suppose it depends. You, you kind of want to avoid the what he ended up doing on SmackDown being the gatekeeper to the NXT guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, it does look quite thin on the ground. Underneath that, I mean, you've got Elias, you've got, I don't know. I'm thinking, oh, Bobby Roode. In terms of singles guys, you've got Finn, obviously.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, Finn is Finn needs to be at a higher level than um, than where you know than the IC title, unfortunately. And I know he's never won it, and I know it'd be great for him to win it. And I hope that he doesn't, because I think that means that that's where WWE think his level is. And I just know he's much higher above. He's he's a higher level than that.
2: Yeah, I suppose it's tough. You can't push everyone at the same time. I'd imagine the immediate, should Braun win, the immediate feud will be Drew.
1: Yeah, it seems that way.
2: Um, and I really want to see Drew and Roman. Um, so hopefully that Drew will get elevated to that position. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's he's looking a bit thin on the ground. Unfortunately.
0: I can't um. picture what they're going to do for a WrestleMania main event.
1: Well, I mean, Climb... they've got to be seven,
2: Dolph and <laughs> twelve. Seventeen. Well, I mean,
1: I don't know. I know, mean, I, I know it won't. I mean, the, the good news is with WWE. Does
2: this now open the door for Charlotte and Ronda somehow? Potentially, a lot of people have said this. I don't see how that match would come about when you think of logistically they're on two different brands. Yeah. But then, then they've got the shake ups and stuff. But, but that's after Mania.
1: Not always, especially in a situation like this where there's big change. You know, like WWE can do it whenever they want, can't they? But can what I was it going to say after, to was after, historically. When uh, WWE loses a big star, whether it's permanently or not, I think hist- if you look go back in history, books and look, they tend to bounce back. This is what I'm very saying. Very well, with
2: their backs against the wall, they yeah. they lost to CM Punk start of 2014, mid 2014. They had um, the Shield. They had the Shield split up and have three brand new main eventers, yeah. who have then gone on to dominate in the last four years.
1: But they and and, as, and it. Go further back, so Stone Cold goes down with an injury. Undertaker, oh, Undertaker goes down with an injury in two thousand, and I mean going even further back, The Triple H, Triple H steps, H steps up. up, and The Rock, who's already there, Stepped up even steps further. Up even further, uh, Mick Foley steps up. Big Show steps up when Shawn Michaels goes out. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, H, steps H. Up. The Rock steps up exactly, Mick and Foley Stone steps up. So, so, and I mean. You go further that Bret Hart went out. Shawn Michaels stepped up even further. Undertaker stepped up even further. Kane came on. Stone Cold stepped up. You know, it's it. There is a history of WWE of in situations talent, where, as you say, backs against the wall just got step
2: up. And this, this is and it
1: always does. And I think there's this this pool of talent that they have now. And even though we're saying it's a bit thin on the ground in places, and it is, um, especially in a singles like division. It's this pool of talent is better than any other era in terms of wrestling ability. They are just lacking at that certain connection with the crowd and making people care about
2: them. And this is exactly what NXT is for. Yeah. If they are a bit thin on the ground, if someone goes down to injury or retires or whatever, call someone up, ready-made yeah. replacement. Exactly.
1: That's the whole point. I mean, and don't forget, there's you know we're we're talking about Raw here, but there's SmackDown talent as well. Who potentially are floundering a little bit? Um, don't forget they've got the New Day, who people have been going on about that you know need to break up at any time. So that's that's three you know top mid card guys at least that you could do something with straight away. Then you've got Sheamus and Cesaro, either one of which could break out you know even, again be a single star, although they're doing great as a tag team. Bray Wyatt, another one who you know will eventually return hopefully. Um, Big things that people would hope for from for him, um, you know.
2: Bray Wyatt for me could be someone who fills one of those face roles.
1: I think, I think now he needs to be a heel.
2: I think one of the, for me, one of the biggest, um, I guess, shames that you would call it hmm. is after WrestleMania 32, when he teamed up with Roman on that one seemingly... episode of SmackDown. <laughs> It was on Raw. Was it Raw? It was the night after. Oh, right. And seemingly turning face and then getting injured. Yeah. And then that that was it. That was yeah. the end of it. I saw a gif earlier from that very match um, when Roman does the spear and as Bray's pinning him and Bray just, just sticks out his fingers like that and just comes out of nowhere and spears him as he does a gun thing. It was so cool. And the crowd were all for it. Even in the months... Before in the, just just by the Royal Rumble, Arthur Royal Rumble when Triple H was champion, Wyatt Family came up to him and had a stare off with him and stuff, and people were losing their minds. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I for me I think Bray could fill that face role. Um, I'd love to see it. I don't know if they will though. No,
1: me neither. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Bray's had so many false dawns that it's kind of like well, I, I wait and see with Bray. I don't ever hope for anything because anything just having him there is better than, you know, what I have at the minute. So um Moving on from that then. So what we should probably spend some time talking about is the fact that there is a pay per view this Sunday. Is there? I mean Kind of in Lost in the Shuffle.
2: Because WWE don't really mention
1: it that much. <laughs> well they to be honest. Compared to their normal pay-per-views, they pretty much don't.
2: Yeah. Compared to Crown Jewel happening afterwards. Yeah. Which might not be happening. <laughs> may, not, may
1: or may not be happening. Who bloody knows? So Evolution, the first ever women's pay-per-view, all women's pay-per-view.
2: The WWE Evolution, in case you have confused it As to what with company? any watching. other show that WWE would be promoting yeah. for a different company. Yeah. Um.
1: Is, is this Sunday? And, you know, it's fair to say it hasn't had the best build
2: has been so bad
1: it has it's, it's been pretty bad but again it's been blighted by some pretty terrible luck you know we're hearing alexa bliss uh and i know the news What of the sources the rumors were coming out was that um she had a broken nose supposedly concussion exactly there. so that makes it potentially not worse but that casts a big shadow of doubt. That's something she is. that you can't wrestle through. Exactly. She, These even days. if she could, she probably wouldn't be allowed to. Um, yeah, that's what I am saying. Yeah. So, I am just. That's terrible, terrible, like terrible, terrible timing. Like she's the going into one of the main matches against Trish and Lita. I think mean, it was clear from Raw that if she can't go, Alicia Fox is her replacement. Um, you know, which I mean, instantly. I don't want to be mean to Alicia Fox, but instantly drags the match down a notch. Not in terms of talent. She's very talented. But in terms of interest. Um, And it's just, you know, they've just hit roadblocks with this. I think I've heard that they haven't been able to get the people to come back that they've wanted to in the capacity that they wanted them to come back in. Um, The people they have announced for the Battle Royal probably haven't piqued the interest that they wanted. Um, Why the fact that there is people? a battle royal in the first place has pissed a lot of people off.
2: Why are you bringing back older people, retired battle royal. people, for a potential title match? Yeah, it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Uh, it's just a pad, like to. I guess it's a part of it is to throw back and say, "Well done" to all the women who have helped. Um, I think part of it is just, again, just to get people to in, be interested in watching women's wrestling. Maybe no, those no, guys yeah. preferred the old days, which, let's face it, is no one. Um, and, you know, I, you're right. It doesn't make sense for them to be in with a title shot. A bit like I thought with the Royal Rumble, where it came down to Nikki Bella and, and Asuka. It was kind of like, well, why, Nick, why is Nikki Bella in this situation? Mm. She's clearly not going to yeah. win. Um, <laughs> know,
2: she's
0: and she's Why has Nikki Bella now got a
1: title, man? Exactly. Well, I mean... Uh, I'm personally, I don't hate that, but I mean, I, I get why people do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the build's been been pretty sub subpar, but there's some matches to look forward to. Wrong so, what's going to
0: be the main event, do we think? Is it going to be Ronda Nikki, yeah, or is it going
1: to be? I think Becky it will, Charlotte. although. For the I fans. Mean, I personally don't like the idea of ending a pay per view with a last man standing or a last woman standing match because I think it's a bit anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, but Charlotte and Becky 100% deserve to main event this pay-per-view and Nikki and Ronda main event I'm really looking forward to that match I'm really looking forward to it yeah I think a lot of people are I I feel a lot Ronda and Nikki main event in this pay-per-view is very WWE
2: yeah it's yeah you guys want Charlotte and Becky but but we want we want this
1: yeah people have heard of these two
2: (laughs) do you know what I'd love
1: to happen so I'd love for
0: Bree to be getting involved, and then all her all Rondas or her four horsemen come down.
1: Yeah, because well, they're all part
0: of NXT, there. aren't they?
1: Yeah, but they
2: don't like. There's two of them who don't really do anything, right? They've literally only just like signed in the last couple of months. Yeah, but they'll be in the training phase.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I don't think Ronda would need more than one person's help, potentially Shayna Baszler.
2: Um, At the same time, Baszler's the biggest heel they've got in NXT. Exactly.
1: (laughs) In terms of women, anyway.
2: Unless Baszler loses to Kairi Sage. I thought this, and then they're going to... She could either cost Ronda. Well, I'd assume Ronda keeps it, and afterwards they come down and hug or whatever, and then she beats shit out of her. That'd know. be I,
1: great. I don't see I, I, don't, I don't see anyone moving up into the women's division anytime soon. No. They I
2: mean they've to... they've
1: already got a lot of women and they're not doing anything with Yeah. Um, Asuka. Uh, Asuka, Bailey, Sasha, Natalia. I saw
2: um have you seen <laughs> the the picture of the, Natalia, Bailey uh, and Sasha? Yeah. And Natalia's like, shit, <laughs> I, forgot, <laughs> to I God, forgot to feed Sasha the was like I just wanted to face Trish and Bailey's like, I just wanted to face Sasha.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's unfortunate what's going on with that but you know the pay-per-view
2: massively dropped the ball they, they announced it so they I think, think it was July so the 23rd
1: yeah
2: July the fucking 23rd yeah I was like 12 back then <laughs> that's how long ago it feels and it's like they've just gone oh fuck Evolution's in a couple shit do some matches yeah oh, it's really bad they, they they like built up to this
0: um Sasha Bailey and then just went ah oh, fuck
1: it.
2: Put them back together. They're friends now, by the way. Are they lesbians? They're friends. Lesb, friends? Lesbian friends. <laughs> <laughs> enemies.
1: Lesbians. Friends. Enemies. Friends. Lesbians. Friends. Friend or enemies, lesbian. friends enemies <laughs> friends. That's pretty much what they are. Um but you know, and i I will I think I said this last week on, on the podcast. I've seen a lot of people ready to shit all over this pay-per-view because of the build-up and in doing so you're doing exactly the opposite of what you hope to achieve yeah uh, if you do not watch this pay-per-view because you're bored of the build-up they're not going to do it again and they're not going to do it better
2: okay oh that was shit shouldn't have done that exactly mine won't do it again
1: so you know regardless of the build people need to give it a chance and I'm sure that every single woman on that roster will be doing everything they can to make it the best possible pay-per-view that they can do. Yeah,
2: and to be honest, I'm sure it's going to be better than we expect it to be. They, I'm sure the women are going
0: to pull it out. They are going to be, their battle rolls is going to be shit, let's be honest. Well, they always are.
1: Even If you could put AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler... John Cena, Kurt Angle, all of the people in the World Cup, all of the best wrestlers in the world in a Battle Royal and I would still think it was shit. Put him in a Royal Rumble, different story. Yeah. Battle Royal, terrible. Never ever enjoyed a Battle Royal. Ever. Especially the one that Mojo won.
2: <laughs> Where's he now?
1: Oh, he'll probably be in the IC title picture now i fucking said it.
2: He's done, he's done well since then, is not he? Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, so evolution. I mean, guys, what what are your what are your thoughts heading into? It's on Sunday, by the way. Like we we haven't really spoken about the match, specific matches no predictions, mm-hmm. no predictions. I'm sure we'll do some at some point. Um, but what are you guys what are you guys thinking or feeling heading into it? What are you looking forward to? What you're not looking forward to? <clears throat> Battle royal. You know what? What's your highs and lows?
2: Charlotte Becky. That is without doubt. It's the best story going in. Probably going to be the best match on the night, you would assume. I kind of wish it was maybe something like an Iron Woman match, 30 minutes. I just don't like last. last I, d- I don't much. like last, especially because it's supposedly a feud ender, which can still end in a draw.
1: <laughs> well, we've seen this before.
2: Um. So, yeah, that match. Um. I am absolutely terrified for Nikki Bella's neck. Yeah. Um, oh, and me. I was <sighs> I was listening to Alexa Bliss on Lillian's Gar uh Lillian's Garcia's podcast uh the, the other day, yesterday actually, and she was saying that after the SummerSlam match, um she got hurt, but she was saying that she had she found out all these new places where she had muscles from where <laughs> she was hurting from. Saying it's just completely different to any anything else that she would ever does with anyone. Yeah, and yeah, it's not easy at all. Yeah. So, I yeah, I for someone who supposedly has, a Stone Cold would say, a yeah. shitty stack of dimes. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, pff, I'm terrified.
1: Yeah, I mean it's pretty. I mean.
0: I don't it could be a retirement match without her even knowing
1: <laughs> well potentially but I I mean I don't think Nikki would put herself in harm's way to the extent where she no. I mean, I she's, mean she, she has, she's she's very had cautious only a few matches
2: it. in the space of, a of like two years uh,
1: I so. don't expect this match to go 20 minutes let's face it
2: I don't expect it to go 20 minutes but I expect this to be like kind of similar to the SummerSlam match with Alexa pick a body part, take it, it apart it a while yeah I don't think they're gonna give they're gonna squash Nikki no um I would imagine maybe there'll be some Brie shenanigans. Brie gets her comeuppance.
1: Maybe some twin magic.
2: Or even just Brie tries to eject, and then Rhonda destroys her and makes Brie a, nearly an orphan. Not Brie, um, Birdie. <laughs> Brie, Brie, an orphan. <laughs> Brie, Kills her parents. Nearly an orphan.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty morbid way of looking at it. I mean, Daniel Bryan's still around.
2: Yeah, but. He's on the edge.
1: We don't know what AJ Styles will do to him with Crown Jewel. If he's even gonna compete there. Who knows? Um But uh I mean I can't picture you're right, I can't picture a squash. I can't picture a Nicky win, that's for sure. Uh, that would boil enough piss, wouldn't it? God, <laughs> fuck me, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh dear. Imagine that. Um but I can't I just can't Picture this match, and in some ways, that's a good way. That's a good way to have it, isn't yeah, you it? Don't you don't
2: want You don't want things to be predictable. That's my one of my biggest problems with WWE these days. Yeah, is that is generally very predictable. And to be honest, I heading into the pay per view,
1: but there isn't much of it I can predict. I, I mean, I assume Asuka's going to win the Battle Royal, but there's every chance that Ember Moon could win, for instance, she, or Nia Jax, you know, um, or Naomi, who seems to win Battle Royals. <laughs> um, same with Becky and Charlotte. I mean, I'm assuming Becky might win, but I don't know that. And there's every chance that Charlotte can win. I'm assuming that Ronda, could, Ronda will win. But again, I can picture them putting on Nikki, you know, just to piss people off. Get people talking about the pay-per-view. The
2: divas, right? Well, yeah.
1: Or just to get people talking about the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, the Mae Young Classic, don't know who's going to win that one. The NXT title, again, I assume Kyrie Sane, but I do not know
2: who's
1: in the final of the. Tony Storm and Io Shirai. I mean, I would yeah, assume. I, of them. I would, I would assume it's Yoshirai Shirai who's going to win based on you know past history and how big a star she is. Um But again, I mean, Tony Storm, she could very well walk away with it. So, I mean, there's so many different. Uh, variables in this pay per view day it's actually quite exciting. Thinking about it, my only gripe is I'm just not that hyped for it, and not because they haven't fucking mentioned it enough, but because they just haven't booked it as well as they could have done
2: yeah.
1: and should have done.
2: Yeah, they've dropped them
1: and that's unfortunate for them. It's unfortunate for the women more than anything, let's face it. But I oh, well, sincerely only hope they go into the
0: story going into it, re- well, two of them, and there's two titles,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, and and in a way that's fine. Like i I feel like that's what it should be. They should be the main stories. But they but there, there should be, the be other stories, yeah. Uh, I mean, the Riot Squad versus Sasha Becky and uh, Sasha Bailey and Natalia is is a throwaway, you know. Riot Squad needs something man. to do like that, that, just the whole There's free women who can do it against them, you know. The
2: whole thing just reeks of um we have a women's pay-per-view and we need to get people on it. Yeah. If this wasn't a women's pay-per-view, if there was just a normal pay-per-view coming up, the the only people who'd would really have any T V time in the last Beck, month in the title. Feud. <laughs> yeah. Um th- I mean, yeah, there'd still be incessant number of six women tags anyway. Yeah. But it wouldn't lead to anything. No. So yeah, it's it's a shame, but I'm sure it'll be better than anticipated.
1: Yeah. I hope I mean I hope so. And as I say, I'm sure every single woman on that roster will do everything in their power to make it as good as they possibly can so you know fair play to them and, and more power to them I hope it goes goes well Um, from a back to a raw standpoint then the big talking point obviously after the Roman stuff and sort of ties in this Dean Ambrose heel turn what were your initial thoughts
0: holy fucking shit
1: <laughs> I mean my, my thoughts were here's me picture picture me now watching my my phone at work on my lunch break just casually watching Raw gets to the end of the main event that's a nice feel good moment I'm glad that they done it turn away ready to what the fuck just happened
3: (laughs) you
2: know do do you know for me I was like
3: why is he grabbing his hair oh fucking hell
2: that's why he's doing it yeah for me I the only thing that I'd seen from Raw before watching it was the Roman announcement, and the announcement. Well,
0: I'd gone all day not seeing this and I don't know how I did it because I didn't deliberately go out of my way not to look at it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess there's so much Roman stuff that you kind of... it filtered out the rest. Yeah. So... There's... Did you like my advice, by the way?
2: Your advice? Yeah.
1: Don't do a Burnley. Play to the whistle. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. I... I literally punch the air when they won mm. like you said it was a nice feel good moment it was a really good match and the crowd are into it yeah um and then yeah when it happened i just went oh, this makes so much sense yeah because there's no way they continue they can continue the shield without him
0: no of course they can't without roman um it's just perfect. It's just per-
2: timing was perfect. The 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 thing that I loved about it the most though was just the little, the little subtleties, and both Dean and Seth played it perfectly. Oh, Dean, they... Dean doing it, and then kind of having like a bit of a like, it a, was like a like oh, a schizophrenic wow. it just, breakdown. Just like, why? Why
1: have I done this? Because he was going like
2: he was like punching the ground and being like, why, why like, you made me do it. Why yeah. have I done this? Like He was like conflicted within himself as yeah. if he had two personalities, one that made him do it and then one which immediately regretted it. And Seth seeing that initially and reaching out to him and telling him it's okay. Like he gets it. Yeah. It's an emotional night. He's maybe just getting something out of his system. And then Dean just snaps. Yeah. And I thought it was. I kind of because I thought obviously
1: once they won the match, and then I didn't expect the hit, the turn, and then I thought, okay, after the DDT and he's showing the remorse, I thought, okay, that's it, like they're gonna cut it there, he's gonna walk off and be just like really angry and not really do anything, and then he fucking flipped again.
2: (laughs) Then it's like, okay, this is no, this this is is is
1: a proper hill turn because that even after the dirty deeds, you can think, okay, he might probably just needed to get that out of his system.
2: Yeah, because like people forget. He was going to do it last week yeah, in the match. He's
1: he was going to do it last yeah. week. He tried to do it last week, let's face it. Um, and, you know, I big props to Seth in, in, in this situation because, you know, we're talking about people needing to step up. Seth Rollins can go in the ring. Seth Rollins has a character which, let's face it, isn't particularly well-defined. There's nothing special about his character.
2: He's an arsonist.
1: <laughs> he likes to burn things down um, but other than that like his, I think his character in a minute is you go out there prove that you're the best and have the best match of the night which is great um, there was a lot of character work in him taking this beat down from Dean
0: yes there was, it was amazing
1: and and that's probably what impressed me the most this... I loved Dean's facials and I loved Dean's tenacity and I loved the, like the just schizophrenic nature Dean's, of Dean's facial
2: expressions in this were perfect
1: and I love Seth's just it was like resignation. Okay, this is this has to happen to me now.
2: It was just, it was just dejection because he.
1: And yeah, it was complete emotional. Like even, he was in, he was emotional wreck before. And imagine what he's feeling during and after. You know, and, and that was perfectly portrayed.
2: Because there was no way, especially after the beginning of Raw, there was no way you couldn't feel sympathy for Seth. I mean, and I, I get. Imagine it in real life.
1: Imagine what kind of day he's had.
2: Exactly. That's because, what. That's what I think. He's had the day from hell, yeah. and there was even bits where, um, as as Dean was punching, wailing away on him, um, or as uh, as Mauro Ronaldo would say, wailing, Waylay. <laughs> Um As he was getting punched, I don't know if you hear it, but he was saying, "I'm sorry." Yeah. And Dean being like, "Say it again." And he said, "I'm sorry," and he punched him, and then say it again.
1: Yeah.
2: And it was just like, what? oh, it was just, it was perfect. I think.
1: I think.
0: During like, Raw, even though I watched it, like I watched the first two hours before work, and I watched the last hour after work, it was such an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Like by the end of it, I was like, oh my, I am absolutely
1: shattered. I was. I generally did feel exhausted after watching it, and it was. It was um, obviously an emotional Imagine roller that, coaster of, a, of an episode. That is a great way that we are exhausted watching it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that that raw didn't feel like a slog. You didn't you didn't come away from it being like oh, glad that that's was over.
0: Painful three hours to watch.
2: I I came away from it thinking like I I I don't even know what I was thinking. I was so like,
0: do you know what? It's the first time in <laughs> I would say, possibly about six months that I've gone away and gone. Shit! I can't wait for Monday night. I cannot wait to see the like conclusion of this what happens next
2: forget the follow up to Evolution <laughs>
1: yeah I can't wait for after the pay-per-view that's going up <laughs> well obviously I'm going
0: to watch the pay-per-view Yeah, but I can't wait for
1: the Raw yeah I mean it's you know it's oh, the biggest I'm... story heading into Raw now isn't it, it's where they're going to put their focus into I mean Crown Jewel's coming up We we think, we don't know where or Perhaps even when now
0: so I can see them saying Baron Corbin coming out and be like right you two are defending your titles tonight yeah, and then Dean Ambrose going well I'm not I'm not wrestling
2: well that's the thing what makes it a million times more intriguing <laughs> for me is <laughs> their champions because yeah. it would have been a lot more predictable for me if yeah. they had lost Yeah. and then yeah. due to frustration he turns whatever yeah. Um, but they're the fucking tag team champions now yeah what Guan now? <laughs> what Guan? Re-
0: he's definitely going to no. make him defend it, and Dean's just going to go. Well, I'm not wrestling. You yeah. can go out there on your own.
1: Unless they just, unless they just give him up. Seth just like I don't, I don't even want this title. Like this, me, this title is like worth nothing to me now because of what Dean's done.
2: Yeah, one, one thing. I saw a perfect. Yeah, the <laughs> I saw a perfect description. <laughs> They'd love it. Um, <laughs> So, a perfect description of this whole scenario it was um in a promo after in the first promo that Roman and Dean did after Seth turned four years ago, Dean says um that they were stronger than ever, well, they thought they were stronger than health and they thought that they were healthy, but they had a cancer within. And that cancer's name was Seth Rollins, mm. which is kind of an unfortunate phrase. Choose a word, yeah. phrase now. But um, there was... Let me just read it quickly, quickly, quickly. While they were at the top of the ramp and they're hugging, this one account on Twitter that I love called Myth, Myth Gifts said, if Dean had waited, we might have remembered cancer as having ripped the shield apart. No fuck that the power to destroy the shield rests only in the hands of the members of the shield because yeah because if if dean had done it a different week or it just hadn't happened and they would just gone their own ways then it would always be oh the shield aren't together anymore because roman has had to go away because he's got cancer yeah but no the narrative now is that the only people who can destroy the shield are the shield yeah which makes it a million times more interesting.
1: The thing that's you know, and potentially the only thing that destroys the shield is their own egos.
2: Yeah, which self-imploding. is self-imploding. Great
1: story to tell. Um, I
2: love this storyline. This, for me, is now my favourite and top storyline. Oh yeah, holidays, by, by
1: far for me. I mean, Becky Charlotte's great. AJ and Joe was great, um, but that's you know on the back burner. Yeah, um, as, as much
2: as people like to to. Um, slag off or just say slag off the creative team and storylines and the booking and whatever this year for me has had some good very good interesting storylines mm. like you know, including NXT this
0: for them to put this together and go look literally you two are going to have to do it tonight yeah yeah and because it
1: was that's...
0: never it was never going to happen like this and I feel this... like
1: if I feel like they may have helped it yeah exactly because it was emotional and it was reactionary like, they they haven't planned this, like, to the nth degree. Because and you would, you like would like have it, to You think, feel like they would have yeah, imagine how, how on would you do them, it? And they've gone and
0: done it. Both of their shoulders, when they've gone, right, look, Roman's gone. Like, you two have got to literally just absolutely kill this.
1: Yeah.
2: Because that's the thing. If Roman... If Roman hadn't got injured... Well, not injured, you know what I mean? If Roman didn't have to go away, and they were going to do a turn anyway, Roman would have to be involved at in some point in the storyline... Like, yeah would he come out and stop and him he would, down? And at the end
1: of the day he would always be the main focus in this story that's the he?
2: thing like now now dean can be like, like can be like look roman's not here to call me down now roman was always the one who'd step in and mediate yeah. well, fuck that now i'm coming for you yeah um so now there's there's absolutely no question because otherwise if if that beat down was to happen and roman hadn't had to basically retire hmm. you'd be like where was roman why didn't he help? Yeah. And then that would be followed up maybe next week. Yeah. Whereas now, it's just these two. Literally, like, as of right now, nobody else in the entire WWE matters yeah. to these two people other than the opposite.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that's the way it should be in a feud. Yeah. Like, this is this now turns into a blood feud. And that's the best kind of feud. Hitting <laughs> <And laughs> into a big part of the year as well. I mean, we get this post-WrestleMania lull, and then there's a post-SummerSlam lull i feel like we've come out the other side of it now we're at the survivor series sort of time of year which traditionally is the least um a, yeah the least entertaining least of the big important. pay-per-views um yeah at least important i guess would be the word um and things tend to go on a back burner for this pay-per-view because they start like we've seen with the under siege stuff with raw versus SmackDown. we've seen that for a couple of
2: years which was one year ago yesterday by the way
1: yep yeah. um yeah, you know things seem to get put to the side just for this payview and then they go back <laughs> yeah but i hope this year they carry it on like Seth versus dean in a unsanctioned street fight for instance yes please in the main event of survivor series not even for a title
0: yes please great match hmm.
1: storyline's already there it was deserved it would deserve to headline and you know, people would love it. Agreed. Unfortunately, <laughs> I could see them watering it down with a team Seth versus Team Dean. Which just no, no, not not up for that
2: funny. Oh, point. why did you have to say it? <laughs> I if mean if you hadn't have said it it wouldn't have come true. <laughs> but and like surely when you think of it Sasha and Bailey had to go to counselling.
1: That's true. And they were beating the shit out of each Otherwise, other. Otherwise like, they would have got every moved other to SmackDown. So yeah. God forbid.
2: So let's uh Let's do that to fix 17.
1: Yeah, just send some 17 counselling. Uh, one last point, and we'll we'll move on for a while because we spent quite a lot of time talking about it. Um,
0: to be fair, though, Smackdown not going to take this long.
1: That's true. I'm very, very interested, um, and probably slightly not looking forward to it, how does Renee play this on commentary going forward? Yeah. How does I, uh, she work as a commentator who's the wife of a heel? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah a heel in a very personal storyline yeah so
1: I mean I can I can already sort of picture it in ways where she may be like, uh, like he he hasn't spoken to me like I haven't seen him in all week like he won't he hasn't come home yeah he won't answer my calls like he won't answer my calls sort of thing um, because you know.
2: now you've got a dynamic where um, Corey always talks about how he's close with Rollins yeah and now you've got Renee who's close with Dean yeah Michael Cole's friends with no one yeah, and yeah, Corey's the
1: supposed heel commentator. Yeah. Or, and Renee could never play dog.
2: heel. Did anyone else see his screensaver? He, he has a picture of a dog in a garden, isn't it? Who's? Yeah. Michael Cole's on his, like, you know, his laptop or iPad. Oh, right. While he was dressing camera.
0: His only friend
2: is his dog. <laughs> you could say it was a big dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh you missing Roman so much already that he's put a, a, a screensaver of a big dog on his
2: R- RIP Michael Cole if Sasha Banks ever has to go out I know
1: could. man mm. right okay well that probably sums up rule. I mean Smackdown It wasn't much I don't know if it's a it, continuation of that, that Roman sort of lol hangover. yeah a bit of a hangover a bit of a almost a depression it's, to use a strong word um post the Roman announcement I think in a way Raw worked because it was instinctive people were just right okay we've got to get on with the show Um, you know it's emotional, but we can play on, not play on it, but we can feed off of it. Yeah. The crowd are already emotional. The performers themselves are I would, I would
2: imagine if, if you were there, you, you could feel it. In the yeah.
1: Head. The commentators were emotional. Like everybody, even the backstage staff would be emotional. And I feel with SmackDown, like if that emotion's had that chance to not die down and go away, but dampen a little bit. Like it's it's gone from the, as much as you could possibly get a high out of this low, terribly low situation, Raw felt like, you know, they've made like the best of it. Yeah. Whereas SmackDown, it was kind of like, okay, this is a sad situation. Raw fed off that emotion and made it positive. But now SmackDown has has kind of all of the energy sapped out of it. And that's kind of what it felt like. Um, I mean, they spent a fair chunk of the show advertising Ronda versus Nikki. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Which doesn't help since this is Raw's main championship in the women's side. Uh, or only championship. Um, so, you know, that doesn't help. Then you've got the AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan story, which is kind of stuttering. I mean, we've seen it so many times where they do this. They put two guys together, two faces in a team, even though we know they're supposed to be feuding, make mistakes at them matches, whatever. Um, and they were against the Usos this week again. And, you know, they've been lost again. I liked uh, the tribute to Roman. Did you see it? The Superman, the Superman splash. splash. Um, which was good. SmackDown um, as a whole, I mean, we, we've got this New Day versus what well, the bar um, situation, where the bar are now five-time tag team champions and the Big Show has joined them. So we saw Big Show versus Kofi, which was essentially a squash match.
2: And you know what? I completely agree with everything Corey Graves was saying in that how is it unfair Yeah the The New Day came out and said they were cheated last week yeah how well, Kofi, Kofi got, wasn't in the match
1: Kofi got put for a table which distracted Biggie, I get that
2: but at the same time b- was seemingly anyway Seamus and Cesaro were as distracted and like taken not, aback not by it not they planned it <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying yeah. but like it's how you react to it you've yeah. got to be smarter than that being like look Kofi's not in the match ignore it yeah Screw you, Kofi. So they didn't get yeah. screwed at all. You
0: just got put for a time, well, well. Um
2: <laughs> I got a match. They, they didn't get screwed. It's not unfair because the numbers are even. But
1: but, but it is the big show.
2: Yeah, and he's shit now.
1: <laughs> well, he kicked the shit out of Kofi. it's mad now.
2: He choked
1: him five times.
2: It was free. And he went to do a fourth, and then they all broke down. Mm, I thought it was four.
1: And the the referee rang for the bell, even though there was no disqualification. Mm. Well, There's nothing to disqualify anybody for. Although I did, I think in the end they it's just a no contest. But whatever. I mean, SmackDown as a whole was pretty pretty flat. I mean, they did the whole Becky Charlotte thing. So earlier in the week, they they posted a, a video or an image of a altercation, they physical altercation, they called it between Becky and Charlotte at the performance center. And this week on Smackdown we got to see the the video footage of it. For some reason, Charlotte was giving a speech at a performance centre. We'll never know why. Um, It felt slightly awkward and whatever. Um, Becky interrupts and they get into a a violent altercation which has has to be broken up. I I liked
2: this I love how it took 15 trained professional wrestlers two minutes to break them up. Yeah.
1: I like this segment. I, I liked Charlotte saying, like, who are you? Yeah. I just felt like maybe she could maybe be selling the steps a bit longer but um yeah like who are you like who was this what have know. you become and then there was the, the, the piece piece to camera from charlotte afterwards which was good i love that i thought that was because she was like she was... she was emotional yeah she's fighting back the tears and then, i mean we know that charlotte cries at the best of times um for whatever reason um but, you know, she was on the verge of tears through, throughout this whole... Program. Which just makes the, the
2: whole story seem a lot more real. Yeah. Like, Becky Lynch, outside of WWE programming, from appearances on podcasts and on Twitter and stuff, has been very committed to this character in this turn. Yeah. And the way yeah. that she speaks about Charlotte and stuff in, in character, it makes you wonder, has there been a real life falling out? <laughs> yeah. Um which the way Charlotte was selling it on Smackdown you'd easily believe yeah well yeah you would believe it Um,
1: but I mean isn't I mean we say it quite a lot but the best feuds are when there is an element of reality you just dial it up to 11 Uh, and if there has been a real life you know falling out between these two then this only helps the WWE in their storytelling right
0: yeah without doubt
1: um, but I, I mean personally I hope they haven't fought in real life <laughs> but um, you know maybe they, maybe they have from an, uh, you know the rest of Smackdown then I mean there was that battle really? royal advert bit where they kind of just all came out for no reason and then got in a fight
2: <laughs> so let me get this straight right Lana was out earlier in the night in normal clothes she then goes back to get changed into her gear Come out and what was her what was her intention? Why was she in her gear?
1: <laughs> she obviously wanted a fight. Happy Lana Day is what it. Will. No, never mind. <laughs> Cut her off. The one um, thing I had I the problem with now.
0: on SmackDown was it felt like 2008.
1: It, yeah, it did a bit.
0: Rey Mysterio versus The Miz, I've seen it before. Yeah. Randy versus Jeff, I've seen it before.
2: The Kofi Big
0: show
1: Big show. doing some we've kind of heel before. turn Kofi Big Show yeah actually we've uh, we've seen that before um, but yeah I mean let's not I'm not going to try and criticise Smackdown too much because let's face it it has been the better show for a fair chunk of time um, Raw obviously had more eyes and ears on it this week because of the news that had broken so you know I mean I'm not surprised that Smackdown suffered this week and I'm also not surprised that you know Becky Charlotte is the main focus for the SmackDown women heading into Evolution. I'm not surprised that the rest of the women couldn't find, or well, haven't been able to find, the time to do something meaningful with the rest of SmackDown's women's roster. Yeah, because I mean, as as, ter- as unfortunate as it sounds, there just isn't enough interest in them at the minute. I mean, I think I can think of only one person in that women's battle royal from the SmackDown side. Who people genuinely care about and that's Asuka
2: yeah I mean that's the thing you can build intrigue or any anything really to it just by saying things like Asuka's won the only ever Women's Royal Rumble therefore she has to be a favourite yeah. but no Naomi won the Battle Royal later, a couple months later yeah. therefore she could and be a front runner but instead yeah. it's just like yeah all these women and you know like Tori Wilson and Kelly Kelly and Ivory and Jacqueline and whoever are going to be in it as well like yeah. I don't That that's not intriguing to me Nope. no not intriguing. Because in I know for a anyway, fact, shape or form, that Jacqueline is not going to win <laughs> and get a title shot. What do you mean she's it's not a- going to win? Are you
1: sure?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Uh,
1: okay, fair enough. Um, well, on that note, and I guess that's all we really have for SmackDown. I mean, there wasn't much, was there? It was a bit of a letdown.
2: Yeah, an off week.
1: Call it an off week. Hopefully, it was just an, a, the exception rather than the rule. Um,
2: Kinda, completely unrelated to SmackDown. We've got a World Cup coming up, right? Full of eight American wrestlers. Yeah. Um, four from Raw, four from SmackDown. Four. John Cena was a free agent.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but he's been on Raw most recently, right? Even Who cares about this fucking World Cup? Because it's just shit. Well, I mean, I care about it because it could potentially be a great idea. But they've just yeah, they're completely fucked. It's, it's not one of those things
2: where you go, it could it could work you, so easily? Yeah, this the women's pay per view. This royal, this uh, World Cup could be great, but they've just gone. Oh fuck yeah! We promised this World Cup. We promised this it's women's not- pay per
0: view. It's like someone said in the boardroom and gone. Do you know what we should do at World Cup? And they've gone. Oh, that is an amazing idea. <laughs> Who are we going to put in it? Well, John Cena's got to be in it. Well, then Seth Rollins is got to be in it. What? Well, then Kurt Angle's got to be in it.
2: I feel like if it wasn't in Saudi Arabia, then it would be different. But it's the fact that it obviously thinks of. They've asked for these people. They've asked for. They've. They've given them. Eight of the most successful people they've got. Yeah. Whereas you would imagine if if it was say potentially in Manchester or just a random arena in America, it might maybe have had this international theme. Yeah. To it, but in that case, don't call it a World Cup. Just call it Just call it, a, just call just it the call crown it jewel. Fucking king like, of the
1: ring. That's like, yeah. what it is at the end of the day, isn't
2: it? Or like I don't know whether whether using king might make the Saudi prince's dick feels small <laughs> or something but
1: careful Aiden
2: ah, what's he yeah. gonna do I hear they chop be very careful. he can't do shit
1: <laughs> Right, Conor McGregor
2: I imagine if he was like one of our only two listeners <laughs> <laughs>
1: need to check those stats but I'm pretty sure we have constant listeners fucked. from Saudi from
2: Riyadh yeah um, so, so yeah like they they shouldn't have called it a World Cup if that was what they were always intending to do with it they could make this World Cup a yearly thing yeah. if they treated it as an, as an international like tournament. Like league tables where you have to qualify, like football. <laughs> but, yeah, instead we get a mixed match challenge, which, to be fair, is actually quite entertaining. I've not
1: actually watched it this year. I've seen various different clips of it, but I don't think I've ever seen actually a, a result of a match. I don't know any it's, it's, it's
2: a lot different this year as well. It's not one win in one loss and you're out. Oh, is it not? No, there's... There's like like Baller and Bailey have got two wins. Country dominance i have got two wins and like yeah, I don't really know how it works to you be honest. Got, oh, I haven't watched Lincoln. any yeah. any of it. Yeah. Even I'm...
1: the first series. The first series I enjoyed, to be fair. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Miz and Asker did some great stuff. Um I remember those Gold Dust and Mandy Rose were a team as well, which was weird, but As
0: um... I look as I look at it, trying to fit in what I fit in already is hard enough.
1: <clears throat> Giggity.
0: Um, <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> wrestling. Wrestling. You filthy minds.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm. I'll probably try and catch it at some point, but I'm not. I won't be surprised if I don't at any point watch any of it. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's not important. I think last time didn't ask to give their money to a dogs shelter.
2: Yeah, their chosen charity. I
1: mean, I mean, I like dogs as much as the next guy, but I feel like there's much. I'm not gonna say I probably get a lot of hate for it, but I feel like it's... okay, I feel like there's much more important charities they could. Give I mean, money to
2: surely pay. this year, I know it's supposed to be the restless choice, but surely it has to go to like leukemia or research, at or least
1: something. yeah, a cancer research place. But you know, I know hey. they've
2: got the whole breast cancer away. awareness month.
1: I know Connor's cure and all that. You know, but we'll, we'll see. I don't actually. Yeah, Connor's
0: a... cure that was advertised to hell in the cell.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but I don't know too much about the uh, the charities which the guys have chosen. So I'm sure Natalia's got some sort of catch charity um, and stuff which like that. Maybe might
2: have something for like dementia now.
1: Potentially, maybe that would, you know, be more appropriate. Um, We'll see. So, that pretty much sums up the week in wrestling. A sad week um, and one that I feel like the WWE and the WWE fans will take a long time to recover from. Um, Yeah,
2: this isn't just a weekly... This isn't an impact on this week. It's
1: potentially an impact for the rest of... Like the next, at least the next year, next possibly years, forever, three years, maybe, possibly forever, you know. At I the mean, end of the day,
2: like, this has been a, a month from hell for WWE. I bet they can't they, wait to get October. I bet right they away. just
1: want to get to the end of the year and just be like, fuck this, like, I'm done with 2018.
2: I mean, 2018, like, what are we seeing? We've seen Paige retire, we've seen Roman effectively retire for now. Yeah. We've seen i put it out
0: there, two thousand eighteen has been a bit of a shitty year.
2: We've seen Daniel Bryan come out of retirement. We're still meant to be seeing fucking Shawn Michaels, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Come out of retirement. And no. No nobody one cares. cares. No nobody one cares. I don't understand that. I don't know how they've managed to do that. How, the
1: only w, like, how have they managed to fuck that up? This is Shawn Michaels' in ring return. After TNA eight years.
2: could give make people care about that. Yeah.
1: And they've managed to somehow make people go, no, I don't want to watch that.
2: I'm like, what? How? How have you done this?
1: <laughs> yeah. But I can understand those people. Because I particularly, I don't particularly care. And it's stupid, because I fucking love Shawn Michaels. I just don't want to see him at, what, 54, 55 years old or whatever he is, wrestling two you know, in a tag team match with someone who's almost 50 against two people who are over 50. or well, maybe Kate's not over 50, but, you know, it's just, I'm not interested. No, nope. Especially now he's bald. <laughs> <laughs> he looked
2: like he had a bit of a buzz cut going this week. Yeah, like I guess so.
1: Going back a little bit. Um, but <laughs> hey. I... Should we end it there? Yeah, we'll go with that. I mean, it's a sad one. But a sad, sad week. Um, but, you know, I hope there's positives that... Bad week can be but taken. Good raw, yeah. But I hope there's positives that can be taken from from what is a, a negative situation. From a WWE standpoint, I hope they come out of this better for it, if, if that's even possible. Uh, as I've said, as I said earlier, they do seem to bounce back well. They 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 count on things like this with a really good era next to
2: it, which it gives you intrigue helps. for the next six months. It does. At least, yeah, if you go right. What's next? What now? Who's next?
1: And at the end of the day, one of the most annoying things for me over the last few years has been the fans' um, complete reluctance to change their stance on Roman, regardless of what happens. And now that's that, that's gone, maybe they can go back to actually enjoying what they're seeing. Yeah, exactly. And that can only be a good thing.
2: Cause, yeah. As long as they just don't go... Oh, this person's now the chosen one and we now don't like now him.
1: we hate him. yeah and I, you know what i can see that happening <laughs> yeah
2: oh what they put the title on Braun? no i don't like Braun? Don't like
1: Braun. no no he's, he's had it given to him whatever uh right we'll move on from that so yeah a sad week thank you very much for joining us on on this week's podcast um i believe we're up to all, episode 48 48 now. 48 now almost a big five zero. I'll have to get a, a couple beers in for a 50th 50, 50 episode. Uh, by me, I mean us all sharing the
2: cost of it. <laughs> I'll pack those in my fridge. If keep why don't me. you drink them? When am I going to drink them?
1: Um, now? At any other time of your life? Like
2: I don't casual drink. Then why not?
1: Relax <laughs> with a nice beer after a fr- on a Friday night. Can I
2: have a water, please.
1: <laughs> God, how old are you again? Twenty-three. Oh, these millennials. <laughs> Um, anyway so yeah thank you for joining us remember you can find us uh, on twitter at the underscore pwp you can find us on instagram at the underscore pwp uh, Matt where can they find you
0: at the Bear and Bumby
1: Aiden, where can they find you
2: at Aiden Bunker
1: and you can find me at AliBunker88 uh, so yeah hit us up on twitter uh, we've mainly been posting stuff about roman and and you know just state of raw and dean ambrose and seth rollins in a minute um but we i'm sure we will do some stuff for evolution um if we can find a time <laughs> we'll be bothered uh, I'm, uh we
0: will be bothered because i'm pretty this is a women's pay-per-view and we well, need we, to be bothered
2: you mean me yeah, i mean you yes i'll download the images <laughs> i'll put the predictions yeah, I mean, up do the polls Aiden, do the Aiden reactions
1: yeah um, so, I'm the yeah. workhorse of this group <laughs> so look out for that um, but in the meantime thank you very much for joining us and hopefully we will see you next week